where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to do a rather terse episode. And I just want it to be a kind of motivating reminder of what are you doing each day to optimize yourself? Because it's so easy to fall into the routine, the perfunctory routine, the humdrummery of life, where we're not being cognizant as to what we need to do each day to accentuate our life. Emotional, psychological, physical, financial health, all these things need to be worked on every day to be fully an awakened man and a fully awakened woman. So let's knock out some of these small things that you can do each day. Let's start with physical health. Obviously, the easy physical health is going to be move the body, shock the body. So every day, you should be working out. Every day. Don't find excuses. Now, for some of the exercise addicts, you can go to my episode of Confessions of an Obese Child called The Exercise Addict. But some of us are just wired to go every day for whatever reasons. You know, for me, I was a fat kid, but I... I I like going because I like the endorphin high, and I like the routine, and I like routine. So I will only skip Sundays, day of rest. Every other day I'll go, unless something dictates that I can't go. But I go. So go every day. In addition, walks, do planks, push-ups, sit-ups, wherever you're at on, on your health spectrum, do it. Don't make excuses because ultimately, look, you want to be an architect, you want to be a pop star, whatever you want to be. We have one thing in common. We want to live a long, big, qualityful life. We don't want to end up in an old age home at 65 and sitting there for three, 30 years as we rot. No. One in two men get cancer. One in three women get cancer. Doesn't mean you'll die from it, but you'll get it. So exercise and eating well is connected to both of these things. We also know dry saunas. I did an episode around episode 103. Doing dry saunas 20 minutes, four times a week. Cut your all-risk mortality in Alzheimer's by 66%. So you don't want to get a heart attack, stroke, aneurysm, go sit in a dry sauna every day. Go every day to work out. Mix strain training with cardio. But honestly, I know you guys want to hear this. Cardio is more important because it's heart health. It's heart health. If you want to throw in some cryotherapy, do some cryotherapy, whatever you want to do, but just move the body every day. Take walks. I don't care what you're doing. Just do something every day. Financial health. What are the things you can do little day? I mean, look, you, you can day trade. I know there's dudes I see at the coffee shop every day, some of my friends. Shout out to Cliff. He day trades. All they do is day trade. And look, you know, people have been made, making money off of day trading. You know, there were some news stories about that in 20, early 2021. I think AMC theaters and all these things. But if you're not a day trader, which is fine, you can always check your stocks if you have a portfolio. But just saving money. You know, this is more of a less of a daily, more of a monthly thing. But what can you do daily? Well, you know, do you really need to get that cup of coffee at Starbucks every day? 
you look at four or five dollars a day adds up thirty five dollars a week you're spending if that my Catholic school math is correct it's about one hundred and forty dollars a month so that's about a thousand over a thousand dollars a year you're spending on coffee do you need to be getting that every day probably not you can just make it at home so saving here and there impulse items we know if you go to the grocery store at the most expensive food items per ounce are going to be the processed foods which Coincidentally, of course, are the worst foods for you to eat. But the middle aisle foods, the packaged chips, the cookies, the crackers are the most expensive. They are. They're more expensive than meat per ounce and certainly produce. But that's where they make their money. Just like convenience stores don't make their money off of gas, they make their money off of what they sell inside. Fast food. McDonald's doesn't make as much money off of burgers as they do off sodas. All that high fructose corn syrup is dirt cheap. So... When you go to the grocery store, try not to buy too many impulse items. But just try day in, day out to save money here and there. But mostly with financial health, it's the monthly. What what money are you putting away? Are you saving every month? We have that episode on compound interest, how we talk about how if you put away a certain amount each month, what it can be when you're 65 years old. So go check out that episode. It's probably about 60 episodes back. Connected to food, especially with emotional eating, is going to be your... uh, Psychological health, so we did physical and financial health. Psychological health, you know, most people have early childhood trauma. If they don't know they do, they probably do on one level. Look at your parents, right? If your parents were not even keeled, they likely had trauma from their childhood and they passed it on to you. So if both your parents are pretty relatively cool and sanguine, then uh, maybe you're, you're, you're okay. But uh, most people have it. Now, what are you doing day in, day out to work on it? Well, it depends how you're childhood trauma your your psychological health so to speak manifests itself so some of you it's hair pulling trichotilla mania some of you it's eating your nails onychophagia some of you of course it's going to be alcohol some of you it's going to be gambling some of you women we have an episode here way back episode like 150 on 11 signs that shows that you're a compulsive shopper you know with women it's going to be more of screen addiction and shopping men it's going to be more gambling and porn And both are pretty alcoholic, let's be honest. So what can you do about these things? Well, again, it's it's about being cognizant and introspective that you have to make the connection that you have these issues. Oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a shoppingholic. And then you get the bill. You have to show it to your husband or your husband shows you, how is it you spent $1,500 on Amazon in one month? And then she gives him the BJ and he's like, okay, just don't do it again. But she knows she will do it again. And he's not maintaining frame with her. But either way, I mean, you can say the same thing about the man. So you you have to make that connection that I have a problem. And it helps if you're going to therapy and you it helps if you make that connection to your childhood. It's because of the childhood that I have this problem because then you have to do the deep work and break that intergenerational trauma. And day in, day out. If it's the alcohol or if it's binge eating, you know, both sexes have the binge eating. Uh, predominantly more women still, but still, like if you're if you're if you're going to the grocery store, you're in the drive-through, and you're just waiting for the four Big Macs or whatever, make that step. What am I doing? Is this really going to make me feel better? No, you know, with after the the twenty seconds of ephemeral bliss that you'll you're going to feel like crap. You're going to have self-loathing, and then you're going to do it again because you have self-loathing. Is this going to make my life better? Is this going to make me feel better? No, it's not. Averting. The temptation helped. If it's porn, then put in filters. But make sure your spouse puts in the filters, not you, because you know how to take off the filters. So psychological ones are the hardest ones because they require more intervention. They really do. 
So that is very important. Intersexual dynamics, purge of relationship thirst. That is the core of intersexual dynamics. The idea that your life is incomplete without a woman in it. You have to purge that thirst. Purge that thirst. Could your life be better with a woman? Possibly. If you pick the right woman. And you're sacramentally married. Possibly if you find the unicorn. We have an episode here on the steps you can do to find that unicorn. But is there a chance that your marriage is going to be miserable? Very high. Is there a chance that your your marriage is going to end in divorce? Very high. Very high. So what are some things that you can do to avert that? Well, I think number one is purging the thirst. Go to that classic episode, the seven signs that show that you're not the king or you're the catch. If you're desperate for a woman or desperate for love, you're going to end up picking people that aren't going to be well-suited for you. Either their values are different than yours or they're single moms who've already showed a precedent that they have no problem leaving the men that they have children with, so why wouldn't they leave you? Older women, fat women, so women show they have no discipline. Women that have a lot of debt show shows they have no discipline. But you don't care. You're so desperate for a relationship to feel that validation, even though you don't understand hypergamy and Brafo's law. So you're getting set up for a miserable marriage. But if you purge the thirst and you realize that your life is perfectly content without a woman, that your bachelor life is not a life of loneliness, but a life of tranquility and also versatility. You can do what you want, when you want, where you want. You can travel where you want, when you want, with whom you want. You can move to a different state for your job. You can walk around in your underwear all day. It's versatility. It's brilliance. It's tranquility. It's placidity. It's freedom. So you have to come to that conclusion. How do you purge that thirst? A lot of that is childhood trauma again. Sons of single moms, nice guy syndromes, a lot of these people have these problems. So that is the key. That is your key is to realize you're the king and you're the catch. Why are you the king and the catch, not the woman? Why should the woman get on bended knee? Is because you age better than the woman. Again, look at two 50-year-olds. The man's always going to look better than the woman 85% of the time. And also, typically, because women marry for security and provisioning and they're willing to relinquish looks for for security and provisioning, that's hypergamy essentially, that you're going to be making the large majority of the money in that marriage. So 50%, 70%, most of the time it's around 70 to 100% for the stay-at-home moms. So if you're making all the money and you're aging better, why are you not the, why are you not the king in the catch? So you have to come to that conclusion, plus you got a personal relationship thirst. Once you do these two things, then you can have the mindset, yeah, it's cool to have you in my life, but you're always going to be the seventh most important thing in my life behind God, my kids, work, the wind, my lampshade. Oh, you're fending her. Women don't want to be with men that they perceive to be simpy and that the man's whole life is to worship her, the deification of the woman, the pedestalization of the woman. No. Like, women don't want to hear, you know, if if you die, I don't think I'll handle it. I'll have to kill myself. No. Hey, if you die, that would suck, but I'd move on. That's good to know, but it's true. It's true. Remember, like women, men are cool being around women who adore them because that's kind of the feminine nature is to adore the man. But it's not a masculine nature or instinct to be obsequious and worship the woman. It's just not. And we have to stick to our gender norms. Relationships work best when we both stick to our gender norms, the way we're wired. So look, I'm not saying don't get married. I'm just saying that 50% of the 
first marriages end in divorce, the other 30% end up being miserable. And then the, you see the, the captive man, the imprisoned man who's miserable and the woman's miserable. So really you got a 20% chance of a marriage working out today with 21st century women and cultural Marxism destroying everything and the lack of Christianity. Do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky, punk? Do you want to take that risk? And only you can determine that. Only you can. But these are little things you can do. Purge your thirst. Work out. Save money here and there. Do the deep work with your psychological stuff and early childhood trauma. And if you do these things day in, day out, again, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to have more money. You're going to be in better health. You're going to be in better situation when it comes to dating women. And your life's going to be better. So do it. Do the work daily. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. Also, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to donate some money to defray the cost of hosting this on a server. Uh, another link is for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Click on that. It takes you to the website. You can see all the articles and all the podcasts are over there. You'll notice my two books on the right side of the homepage. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. We're Amazon affiliates, so anything that you buy on Amazon doesn't have to be my books. Within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Also, if you want to talk one-on-one, contact me at clarity.fm. And lastly, in some ways, most importantly, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and post an honest review, especially if you have an Apple product. For not only this channel, but also the Female Holistic Health Apothecary and Confessions of an Obese Child, let's get this message out and help more men who have been divorced, raped, and need counseling. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.